So I, I got time to make at least one. Don't know about next week. That's going to be close to the New Year's. But an episode in Ninja News Japan. Yay for the holidays. So I hope you've had a good Christmas. This is coming out right after Christmas. Uh, and I hope you have a good New Year. Celebrate safely and be happy. Uh, but what's going on in Japan? Stealth marketing is become an issue apparently. So this is where companies pay influencers to pretend they like a product, but they don't make it clear that that product is actually an ad. So it's like Instagram and they're like, oh, you know, I'm just going to talk about this product I really like. And they've actually been paid by a company to say that. The Japan Consumer Affairs Agency is going to classify stealth marketing as improper representation and make that sort of against the law. Now, I say sort of because of the punishments and whatnot. The reasoning is that this interferes with the consumer's ability to make rational purchasing decisions. And that, that's going to make you feel dirty. You know, and when I feel dirty, I use Pabron Hando Gel. Jeru. I use Pabron Hando Jeru. It uses ethanol to kill viruses and bacteria on your hands. Mm, let's use a little bit now. It's gel, so it's a little you know, softer. It's not as... You, know, you get that sound? That's all I want? Ah, boy, you know, everything on my hands is dead right now, and I sure do love killing things. Should something invade my personal space, I will use a soggetto. Use a soggetto to kill any bug that invades your personal space because we love to kill things. <laughs> Put that away now. That was so dumb. All right, anyways. Basically, in other countries, there's already regulations and Japan doesn't have any. So this is the first step towards making regulations. So right now in Japan, if you're an influencer and a company pays you, you don't have nothing like you don't have to say it's an ad. Um, when I upload this to YouTube, there is a button that says includes paid promotion, which I'm supposed to click if I'm getting money for promoting a product, uh, which has not actually happened yet, which is fine. I have, I have promoted some things, but that was usually not done for money. It was done for something else. I still click the includes paid promotion just to be safe, but that is only for other countries, actually not for Japan. So... I say it's not really a law because a lot of Japanese laws, they're vague and meaningless. And this f- sort of, to me, follows into the same thing. The punishment for breaking this law, for being in violation of this, is naming and shaming. So basically, let's say I just promoted some... Uh, and didn't make it clear that that was a paid promotion. Then they would say... Chomkin Beef Chest that runs Ninja's Japan promoted a product and he got paid for it and he didn't tell anybody. And honestly, as someone who listens to the show or watches the show, would you care? I mean, if the ad was as obvious as I just did, okay, sure. I think the thing of fans of influencers wouldn't care. I guess it's supposed to be when they say stealth, it's like if I did a whole 20, 30 minutes infomercial basically on a product and how much I loved it, that would matter. Still, though, if you were a fan, I think this is where it falls apart. If you're a fan of the influencer, the fact that the influencer did something to make money 
probably wouldn't bother you if they did it slightly stealthy. But I think any reasonable young person who is watching something and they do like a whole 20 minutes on, let's say, a nail care product or something, or perhaps... You would figure it out, I think. I don't know. I think I give kids more credit today that they're just like growing up with this stuff and they kind of just know what's going on. Um, But we'll see if that actually has any impact. I want to actually, again, with most of the laws and new things like that in Japan, I'm interested in the first cases to see how, if it actually ends up having an impact, if it's someone like gets upset or angry about having been stealth marketed to, and then the revelation, and then what happens after that. This is unintentionally related, which I quite like. Chinese customers are making a, making a rush on cold medicine in Japan. So basically, people come over to Japan, uh, it's either work or tourism or stuff, and they buy up all the cold medicine of a particular type. It's Paburon Goldo. <laughs> so I actually just grabbed my Paburon Hando Jello because uh, I got a big tub of it, and it's what I fill up the little container that I use in my bag, I keep it in my bag for when I go to work and stuff, and I keep one on my desk. Uh, I do use, I have a weird preference for Pabron, uh cold medicine. I use their allergy medicine when I have really bad allergy days. This is not, I'm not getting paid for this. This is not stealth marketing. I'm actually just telling you the truth. I use Pabron S for really bad allergy days. Uh, so when I wanted to find, you know, a hand sanitizer, I did, when I saw Paburon, I was like, ooh, a trusted name. And it's got the gold band. So Paburon Gold actually has that image to me. And yeah, so I actually bought this. I was looking for the jelliest gel. It's not actually Paburon was the selling point. This was the thickest gel I could find in a, in a large thing. Uh, because I like to play with the gel. I figure the longer I play with it on my hands, the more it's actually getting spread around and used, and the more likely I'm going to do it, because I actually enjoy weirdly putting the gel on my hands a little bit. Um, so, th- just putting that out there, I actually do seem to be a bit of a fan of the Pabaron line of products. Pabaron Gold Cold Medicine is what these Chinese customers are looking for specifically. Uh, there's a part of the report was one business traveler bought 12 boxes and then uh, she said she was buying it for herself and her family back home because they said it's very effective against cold symptoms. But they're actually thinking about corona symptoms. China having a particularly large problem because they won't admit there's a problem. They wouldn't take on vaccines from other countries. So they're struggling with coronavirus more so than other countries. So since it's believed to help relieve corona symptoms and they're having a lot of trouble back home, they buy boxes of this so they can use it at home when people get corona. Uh, This has also set off Japanese people noticing it's missing, so they start stockpiling it as well. So you have now two frontal attacks. One, the Chinese people come in and they buy as much as they can and the Japanese people see, oh, they're buying it also. I better buy some so that I have some when I get sick. Uh, So pharmacies are now putting a limit on how many you can buy. Uh, this became popular in China because of Chinese social media said that Pabarong Gold is effective. That was not, I'm not saying go buy it. But if you ask me what I recommend, I would end up recommending it. So I'm in this like loop now of I'm not being paid to promote it, but I absolutely would promote it because I do actually believe it's a good product. Is that better stealth marketing? Pabarong better reach out to me pretty fucking soon. Uh, Yamato Q. 
is the Japanese branch of QAnon. A bunch of guys were arrested for stomping into a vaccine site and making demands and trying to be disruptive and stuff. And they were all arrested for trespassing. Um, There were five people total. They have all been given 18 months in prison with a three-year suspension. We've actually had a lot of... I didn't really think about what three-year suspension meant because it actually means nothing. So you get arrested, you're, you're going to prison for 18 months, but in three years, if you don't get in trouble, nothing will happen. Anyways... Uh, the crime, though, was interesting because they, 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 oh, uh, no, the, what the judge said was they committed the crime to force their opinion on others. The crime was trespassing, their 18 months, three year suspension. That's actually hard to argue with. Again, it was just interesting to see, like, actual consequences for these sort of bold behavior, annoying actions. This was one of the weirdest stories for some reason in the last little while. Uh, in 2015, it's actually earlier than that. The, the lawsuit happened in 2015. But anyways, a former post office worker uh, was working and her boss snuck up behind her and slapped tape on her face, on her mouth, and then ripped it off really quickly. Uh, she was freaked out. What did she say? I actually do it in order. Like, I was just about to go off on a tangent. The tangent is that news tends to do the headlines and stuff and then get into the details, whereas actually if you do it in order, like in chronological order, it's sometimes more interesting, but that makes it harder to write. Uh, She said, that hurt, and then the boss said, shall I put lemon on it? Uh, And then she reported it to the postmaster. The postmaster then said, He's just teasing you because you're pretty. Um, which is a little bit weird. But again, it's sort of that very dismissive old Japanese man attitude that uh, we come across a lot. Like, oh, you know, you're pretty. He likes you. This is like you have a ponytail or pigtails and he's tugging on it because he thinks you're cute. But that doesn't address the actual core issue is that he just walked up to someone, slapped tape on their face and ripped it off. So she got really stressed out. She felt like she was uncomfortable going to work. She ended up not going to work. She then sued, she ended up quitting. She sued the, uh, her boss. She sued him for 17 million yen in 2015. So this was years and years and years ago. She ended up just recently, the conclusion, she got 2.5 million yen. Now that's, again, the average salary in Japan is like between four and five million yen. She got basically half a year's salary. And that was seven years ago so she's had to have other jobs and stuff since then it's just weird and then they like quoted the boss what did the boss say i did it as a prank to ease her mind because we were busy which does not sound legit this whole thing is weird so i just sat there the whole time going like okay i'm in my office and it's really busy and i see my coworker stressed out and i want to relieve their stress how do i do that i would be like, hey, can I help you? Or, hey, is there any job that, you know, is sort of sitting in the background that you don't have time to do? Maybe I could do that for you. Something like that would alleviate the stress of your coworker. So I would never, I'm trying to think of the logic would be like, okay, my coworker is stressed out. I really, really want to help them out. So I'll take some tape, I'll sneak up behind them and I'll put it on their mouth. 
I'm also wondering this was in front of customers because they said it was really busy. But put the tape on their mouth and then rip it off really fast so it hurts. I'm assuming if you've left it there, it would still hurt. I guess if you take it off slowly, maybe it wouldn't hurt. Huh? How does that alleviate their stress? It would alleviate my stress as the sort of abuser, I guess, because I'm getting it out. <laughs> okay, I was thinking the same thing. Jade just put in the chat, free waxing. I literally was thinking the exact same thing. Like, there is a, a moment of embarrassment if you, like, look at the tape and there's a whole bunch of hair on it. Because, ah, whatever, I don't want to... <laughs> I have uh, delicate skin uh, and a fairly thick beard. And so I struggle with this because I need beard oil and stuff. But anyway, if someone slapped tape on me, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, there's, it's such a weird other point of logic that got you to that point where you thought, here's a good idea that will help others. Kids are stomping around outside the house, outside my room. What, what, where do we go from there? So I was trying to think of other sort of pranks, but then this is like internet pranks. Internet pranks, A, they're not funny and they're usually really mean. I'm glad they've actually, the trend has sort of fallen away from inter- internet pranks where they're being shitty. I know a lot of it was fake and acted and stuff anyways, but the now new fake trend on YouTube and stuff or TikTok is to do really nice, like give a homeless person money and stuff. And even if that's fake, at least hopefully someone's benefiting. And then if people who see that and go like, oh, it's cool to be nice to people, I'm okay with that. Even if this is all fake and not, you know, all garbage. If the trend is towards being kind to others, I'm okay with it, even if it's not real. Uh, but uh, we've learned that the Japanese post system is full of people who think that the old style of pranking where you just go up and hurt someone and run away and go, ha, 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 it's just a prank, bro. They think that's still cool. Uh, well, a Brazilian woman of Japanese descent. So she lives in Japan. So she's a 41-year-old Brazilian woman, but her forebears uh, were Japanese. So she's, I don't know, this is it. We've gotten to a point where the world where people move around enough and then they come back and stuff. We're all people. She went to apply for welfare. So she had a, she was married and her husband got in trouble and he lost his job during Corona. And then there was a, there was a problem. He drove without a license. His license expired and he was driving and he got in trouble and he lost his license and then lost his job. So there's a lot of problems in her life. Most of it seems to be not actually her fault. She's got two kids she's trying to take care of. So she went to the Japanese government, uh, the ward office to apply for welfare. She was told that non-Japanese people don't get well if you're not Japanese you don't get welfare uh, and then they said she should return to her home country uh, they provided her with false information she went out and she's really confused she's like the ward office told me that I can't get welfare even though I'm a long-term resident that is all incorrect uh, she came back with a lawyer and some friends and actually started getting the welfare she needed but of course then it takes weeks which is in terrible uh, there is a thing that everyone should know if you're a long-term resident of Japan. So I'm a permanent resident, so I would, I would qualify. But anyone who's been here for a long time, there is the Public Assistance Act, and it says citizens who are living in poverty are eligible for government assistance. Now, it says nothing. It doesn't define what a citizen is, but a citizen is someone who lives in Japan. The government then made a statement. It concerns... Oh, wait, so I have to get past that. That's the last part. Um, 
So anyways, these officials are now getting in trouble for providing false information because actually as a government official, when you're asked a question about government policies, you're actually supposed to provide correct information. The news went to the government officials, the government office, and said, uh, what's going on? And they said, because it concerns personal information, we cannot provide any response at the moment, which is probably technically true, but also a way of, you know, not trying to get out of it. Uh, someone in the ward office of that city needs to get fired because of the low-key racism that is, unfortunately, still a very common problem in Japan. So we've gotten to the end of the year. This is a very short Into News Japan because I only had so much time um, taking care of family, cleaning the house. I don't want to make excuses. I'm actually, I thought I wasn't going to get to do any. I got to do this. Pretty happy about it. It's the end of the year. So this is when you get compilation, like, best sports moments of the year. That's actually my favorite videos. You get uh, best ofs, top tens, lists. But, of course, the best one that comes out, Pornhub's search terms of the year. So they actually do a, a really interesting report every year. It's how much time people, people spend looking at certain things, uh, their search terms, regions. They have a map of America and the most searched term in each state, which is always really interesting because the um, more conservative states tend to do the most uh, diverse searches, might be the way to put it. In 2021, last year, the number one and number two most searched terms this is worldwide, though, specifically. Number one was hentai, Japanese product. Number two, Japanese, also a Japanese product. So the big question is, from 2021 to 2022, did things hold over? Oh, Jay just put, I think I really liked Iowa and Indiana searches. I'm going to have to go and look them up now. This was released, I think, just a couple days ago. So you'll be able to actually see... Uh, all the searches. I only was care, cared about the ones that were relevant to Japan. I remembered that 2021 had hentai and Japanese as number one and number two. What has happened in 2022? I would do a drum roll, but I'm not going to. Exactly the same. Number one is hentai. Number two is Japanese. Japanese products, Japanese, you know, uh, industriousness wins out again. I think I hear Dave. <laughs> He's going to stand outside my door and just like be silent and send vibes for me to open the door uh america is the number one user of of pornhub so the american rankings are slightly different than worldwide worldwide hentai is number one japanese number two in the u.s number two is lesbian so i don't know if it's a lot of lesbians searching for something that they're familiar with or a lot of uh straight dudes just trying to trying to figure out what's going on I think uh, <laughs> I don't think I should start talking about lesbian porn and straight men. <laughs> I have a lesbian friend, and she said like the most unrealistic thing because you know, of course, porn's unrealistic. The most unrealistic thing about lesbian porn is their fingernails because <laughs> they all have like really long fingernails. Oh no, no, Jade, believe me, I know who's looking at porn. <laughs> what I was going to talk about was like. The psychology of men just looking... Because they're so straight, they can't even have a penis in there. Because uh, having a penis is gay. And so, I I think if you're really a straight man, you should cut off your penis. Because what is the gayest thing about a man? It's the dick. So if you don't have a dick, then you're not gay. 
there's some logic for you. It's the dudes talk. I've actually really enjoyed that video. It was dudes talking about how they don't look at their own penises and stuff and they don't look at men and they don't see men and things uh, because that's all super gay. Anyways, <laughs> just get to the last point. Uh, in the US, so number two with lesbian, number one remains hentai, Japanese products. So Japan tops the world with their hentai pornography, which is a category I've never watched. Now having seen it the two years in a row, because I want to support Japan. I live in Japan. I've lived in Japan a long time. I want to support Japan. Maybe I should take a look at it. But I'm wondering what it is specifically that they like. Because I, if I'm being really honest, I like the real ladies and men. Uh, I'm not against having some penises in my pornography. I actually think that's that's fine. Um, the interesting bit of information that came up from this article, it's not J- Japan related, is that reality, so like amateurs and stuff like that, but the reality search tag increased like 300, 400%. So people aren't looking for uh, produced porn. They're not looking for the like professionally done pornographic films. They're actually looking for sort of more amateur, more real, uh, like outdoors is is like a category that, that jumped up because people, yeah, they just want like, oh, normal people doing exciting, risky things seems to be the trend at the moment. And I was wondering if that's because of coronavirus. Like, we don't, we want, we want real life again. And so these porn searches kind of reflect the psychology of that I'm interested in. Uh, I might actually go back and read the article. I was interested in the, the relationship to Japan specifically because I wanted to know if it was hentai in Japanese. And again, I want to say one more time, it is Japan rules the Pornhub algorithm. But it's interesting, you get sort of into insight into the, the world psychology that people don't want to talk about. Because, let's face it, people, are when they're doing their search terms, they're being honest in what they want to see. Uh, they're not lying to themselves in that moment, which is something we should uh, take into the new year. You know, I'm going to say something kind of inspiring as, as I can for the, the last moments of Ninja News Japan of 2022. Um, be as honest with yourself as you are with your search terms in pornography. Because if you can be as true to yourself as you are to your porn searches, you can be honest and open, and then you can be honest and open with other people uh, in their pornographic search terms, and we can start to understand each other just a little bit better, and maybe that's the path to world peace. (laughs) 